Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. Glad you could join us today. We got some uh, announcements to make. Of course, yesterday, there was just something crazy happened. Uh, we was um, had everything set up for the broadcast. We had an interview that we was going to do uh, the first 30 minutes, and we went through the whole program, and I happened to look up at 11 o'clock and see that we were not even connected to the Internet. So <laughs> we did an hour of uh, content and no connection to the Internet, so nobody got to see that. So we're going to redo that interview with uh, that person his schedule wouldn't allow today, but uh, we're going to redo that on Friday. So um keep that in mind. Also, we do have some more people that's going to uh, be interviewed coming up. Our first interview is going to be Friday, as of course. Uh, that's going to be Brother uh, Mike Stocks, and we're going to be interviewing him. We got Brother Merrick Griffiths on the list uh, later this month, Brother James Chesser, Brother Rusty Bennett, Brother Michael Maupin, and Brother Michael Seidenfeiden. Uh, who is uh, the uh, Kentucky District Superintendent of the United Pentecostal Church. Got him, got uh, Brother Easterling on the list. So uh, Brother George Scott, we've got a whole group of people lined up that we're going to be interviewing uh, in the very near future. So we're looking forward to that, and we hope that it will be something that is interesting to you as our viewers that we get to kind of get a little insight into everybody's life. And uh, maybe I'll get somebody to interview me so I can tell you how I got my start and all those things. So uh, anyway, uh, we're looking forward to doing all of that. Of course, we do have some announcements that we need to throw in here. So uh, let's get right to that. And uh, the announcements for CAC... uh, is uh, constantly changing, so you want to make sure that you are uh, writing these down. We do have a red Sunday this February, uh, meaning that everyone that wears red gets their name in a drawing for a gift basket and enjoy refreshments after the service. Also, uh, Friday and Saturday, February the 16th and 17th, Northeast Christian Church, Lexington, Kentucky. Brother Josh Carson is the guest speaker. And then Section 3 Conference, February the 22nd and 23rd. And then on the 23rd, 6 to 8 p.m., Christian Community Center. The kids will be gathering there. And then we have a heart theme Kids Gourmet Dinner. That's going to be February the 24th at 2 p.m., and you must reserve by February the 10th. Uh, Men's meeting. We just had one Monday, had a great men's meeting on Monday, and our next one is March the 4th at 6 p.m., so make sure you write it down and attend. We always like to have all the men present. We just, uh, it's called print men's prayer meeting, uh, which uh, we pray about situations and and circumstances, but we also study the Word. So come on out and be with us. And then uh, we have our 
uh, prayer requests. As you see all of those scrolling on the screen, I will just mention the last five. Melissa Baker's dad, Danny Ratliff, Renee Stiltner, Demi Wolford, and Janie Bartley. Let's remember all of these in prayer. And if you have a prayer request, well, you can uh, send those in uh, several different ways. And one of those ways is 606-282-4108 or send it to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. We had a little problem with our uh, music, our Windows music computer. It's not uh, allowing the audio for our intro music and all of that uh, to take place. But uh, we do have uh, our iPad that is able to bring us a little bit of music. But uh, let's see what this one sounds like before we go to the Lord in prayer. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we just got a little bit of a, a problem. I'm going to figure it out while we have our Bible reading. But, uh, oh, we had just such a great setup yesterday. Uh, we was ready to go with some groundbreaking interviews. And then all of a sudden I looked up and we wasn't connected. But we are connected today. And let's go to the Lord in prayer as we uh, open the broadcast today. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us today as we have gathered together with your people all across the U.S. and around the world, that, Lord, we will be what you would have us to be, and we will accomplish some great things for you. I pray, Lord, that we will have a good fellowship and a good time, and then we'll have a good study in your word. Bless us to rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully. And we give you the praise as we ask for your blessings and healings upon all those that need a healing touch today, whether it be a spiritual, physical, or mental uplifting, all of those on the prayer list, all of those watching today, either live or by way of on demand at a later time. And Lord, we love you and we give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, um, Sometimes uh, computers are uh, working well, and sometimes they're not working well. All of my Mac stuff is working well. It's this one Dell computer that is causing my little upset. So uh, we're going to work on that and try to get that sound going. And uh, if we can, then we'll have all of our intros to all of our different uh, things we're doing. So right now, let's just read our way through the uh, Old Testament. We're on chapter 24, on chapter 24 of First Chronicles. First Chronicles, chapter 24. Now these are the divisions of the sons of Aaron. The sons of Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar. But Nadab and Abihu died before their father, and had no children. Therefore Eleazar and Ithamar executed the priest's office. And David distributed them, both Zadok of the sons of Eleazar, and Ahimelech of the sons of Ithamar, according to their offices in their service. And there were more chief men found of the sons of Eleazar than of the sons of Ithamar, and thus were they divided. Among the sons of Eleazar there were sixteen chief men of the house of their fathers, and eight among the sons of Ithamar, according to the house of their fathers. 
Thus were they divided by lot, one sort with another. For the governors of the sanctuary and the governors of the house of God were of the sons of Eleazar and of the sons of Ithamar. And Shemaiah the son of Nathaniel the scribe, one of the Levites, wrote them before the king and the princes and Zadok the priest and Ahimelech the son of Abiathar, and before the chief of the fathers of the priests and Levites. One principal household being taken for Eleazar, and one taken for Ithamar. Now the first lot came forth to Jehoiarib, the second to Judea, the third to Haram, the fourth to Seorim, the fifth to Melchijah, the sixth to Mijamin, the seventh to Hakaz, the eighth to Abijah, the ninth to Jeshua, the tenth to Shechaniah, the eleventh to Eliashib, the twelfth to Jakim, the thirteenth to Huppa, the fourteenth to Jeshebiab, the fifteenth to Bilgah, the sixteenth to Immer, the seventeenth to Hezer, the eighteenth to Aphsas, the nineteenth to Pethahiah, the twentieth to Jehezekiel, the one and twentieth to Jachin, the two and twentieth to Gamal, the three and twentieth to Delaiah, the four and twentieth to Maaziah. These were the orderings of them in their service to come into the house of the Lord, according to their manner under Aaron their father, as the Lord God of Israel had commanded him. And the rest of the sons of Levi were these, of the sons of Amram, Shubael, of the sons of Shubael, Judea. Concerning Rehabiah, of the sons of Rehabiah, the first was Ishiah. Of the Isharites, Shelemoth, of the sons of Shelemoth, Jahath, and the sons of Hebron, Jeriah the first, Amariah the second, Jehaziel the third, Jechameam the fourth. Of the sons of Uziel, Micah. Of the sons of Micah, Shamer. The brother of Micah was Ishiah. Of the sons of Ishiah, Zechariah. The sons of Merari were Malai and Mushai. The sons of Jeaziah, Bino. The sons of Merari by Jeaziah, Bino and Shoham and Zachar and Ibri. Of Malai came Eleazar, who had no sons. Concerning Kish, the son of Kish was Jeramiel. The sons also of Mushai, Malai and Eder and Jeremoth. These were the sons of the Levites after the house of their fathers. These likewise cast lots over against their brethren, the sons of Aaron, in the presence of David the king, and Zadok, and Ahimelech, and the chief of the fathers of the priests and Levites, even the principal fathers over against their younger brethren. know that uh, today's going to be a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Looks like it's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of around 61 degrees. Let's just take a look at the forecast. 61 for the high today. And looks like it's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of around 66 tomorrow then on Friday, it's going to be around 61, 
but don't get too used to it because, uh, well, it's not going to last because if you look at uh, the next few days, even though it's in the 60s and 50s, look at there, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week, 47, 42 and snow on Friday of next week. Let's get back up here in the 60s. That's where we want to be today, 61 degrees. You can see on our current radar conditions, there's nothing going on here in East Kentucky where we're located at. And uh, we'll just take that because we don't need any more snow. Well, it's time to get in a little happy birthdays. Happy birthday to all of these that's scrolling across our screen. It is their birthday today on this seventh day of February. So, here we go. Happy birthday today. Stacy Lynn Coleman, 33 years old. Rhonda Taylor, 58 years old. Debbie Barker, Elaine Coleman, 70 years old. Happy birthday from all of us at CAC Daily Icast. Well, we got uh, a substitute uh, laptop in. It seems as if uh, this... A computer that would not let us, um, uh, you know, have our intros and endings and all of that. Uh, we uh, was not able to uh, have that. So what we did, uh, we just substituted. And uh, we don't have all of the bells and whistles, but we do have some of the bells and whistles. That uh, Dale is trying to restart and... It tried to update and then crashed, and now it's trying to restart. So if it starts back up, we'll be able to have all of our um, information uh, that we, uh, you know, normally have and music and setups and all of that. But if not, well, we'll just have to make do with what we have. And, uh, yeah, well, we like to do a little something uh this time of the broadcast, and it is just uh, our 60 seconds with the pastor. And if you got a minute, well, you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor, just a little 60 seconds worth of information, biblical information that may get you inspired and started this morning. Maybe just uh, help you just get a uh, maybe a little more faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So here we go with our um, 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. In Acts chapter 6 and verse number 1, we read, And in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews, because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. 
When the early church began to grow, it didn't take long before a problem arose that required the attention of the 12 apostles. Growth of the church now required expanding the ministry. So they appointed seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, to be over this business. And in doing so, the Word of God increased, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. When growth happens, don't let the challenges of growth overwhelm you. Let ministry grow so church growth can continue. That was 60 seconds with the pastor. And, uh, well, it's time for us to do our trivia question of the day. Our trivia question of the day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps radio and television broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV, and you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, well, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question, how many books of the Bible do not, do not contain the word God? How many books in the Bible do not contain the word God? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And, well, speaking of results, we do have the results of a couple of past trivia questions. Yeah, we got a couple of past trivia questions. Uh, since we didn't have a broadcast yesterday, we changed the uh, the uh, uh, question, and uh, we did uh, not get to get on the air, but it was already out there. People participated in it, so we had to put up a new one this morning. So uh, which book states that God is love? Out of those that participated in that trivia question, 100% of you got it correct, so, and then we had the next question, which was yesterday's uh, trivia question, what kind of animal did Samson kill with his bare hands, and out of those that participated, it looks like... 100% of you got it correct with a lion. So, yeah. Thank you for participating in that. And then today's trivia question is simply, how many books of the Bible do not contain the word 
God. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go, and we'll have the results on tomorrow's broadcast. It's currently 1021 in the a.m. here in East Kentucky, and it's a Wednesday. That means that tonight, come on out and be with us at CAC as we have church 7 p.m. Come on out and be with us. And we hope that uh, each and every one has a uh, has a uh, uh, desire to be in the house of the Lord so we can study the Word of the Lord. We're studying starting points for revival. And um, we are uh, working our way through. There's 52 of these uh, studies that we're doing. And uh, we're in our uh, 30-something range. Uh, we had a little spurt of revival breakout, and then now it's kind of calmed back down. So we're going to keep teaching until we all get it. You see, that's how you have revival. We got to all get it. I was teaching on the uh, on the uh, PAC midweek Bible study last night, Pipeful Apostolic Church Bible study, and we were talking about how that Joseph bought the people and the land for Pharaoh and then gave them seed to go sow. And so we too have to sow seed, which is the word of God's. And if we want to see an increase, we want to see revival, we want to see great things happen, we have to start sowing. And if one sows another waters, God will give the increase. Well, let's see what else we got here. Uh, we do have the Commonwealth Minute uh, that we always like to squeeze in here. And the Commonwealth Minute, of course, is from the Commonwealth Policy Center, Executive Director Richard Nelson, and he asked us if we would do these. So let's see what today's Commonwealth Minute consists of. Legislation legislation introduced to regulate adult-oriented businesses. Here we go. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. Two Republican lawmakers are sponsoring a bill that would restrict sexually oriented businesses in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. The bills proposed by Senator Lindsey Titchener and State Representative Nancy Tate. It would restrict strip clubs, porn shops, and drag shows in public places. Specifically, it would create a buffer zone between schools. Nancy Tate said that House Bill 402's primary goal is to protect Kentucky's children and to create boundaries for businesses aimed at entertaining adults in a manner that's inappropriate for children. Now, preserving the health safety and welfare of the community is an important role of government. These proposals also protect our children from exposure to sexually explicit advertisements and activity, including drag shows in public squares. If the bill passes, it will be the first ever statewide restrictions on these types of businesses. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC4Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that is the Commonwealth Policy Center, the Commonwealth Minute. And you know, um, anybody in their right moral mind knows that all of this drag queen stuff, all of this uh, transgenderism, all of this stuff is not right. I don't know how anybody can look at that and say this is right. Not only 
people that say it's right for adults. Now they want to push it on the children. And you see, that's where the enemy always wins. He wins with a generation starting out. And if the children grow up with this immorality, then a whole generation becomes immoral. We have to start standing up. Oh, yes, you're going to get persecuted. You're going to be be talked about. You're going to be called, uh, you know, uh, I don't even know what you would call that phobia, uh, queen phobia or uh, drag queen phobia or something like that. I don't know what you would call that, but none of that is normal. I'll just be bold enough to say it right on this broadcast. None of that is normal. And if you think it's normal and and you feel it's normal, you need to read your Bible. And you need to read the, the Bible that talks about how that men are to be men and women are to be women. And there's always been a distinction between the two. Now you cannot distinguish uh, between a man and a woman by the way they're dressing, the way they're acting, the way they walk, talk, all these things. I'm telling you, it's going to be pretty embarrassing to some men who end up marrying a woman who or dating a woman who is really not a woman but a man. Yeah, it's going to be very embarrassing and uh, because uh, I don't care how many parts you have cut off. i tell you what, here's the deal. You can have your appendix taken out, but you're still a human being, right? You you can you can have your gallbladder taken out. You're still a human being. You can have all these surgeries that these folks are talking about changing your gender. You're still that gender. I don't care. I don't care if you if you cut off everything and have implants, uh, all sorts of other surgical procedures. Walk like a woman. Talk like a woman. If you was born a man, you're still a Man, let's just get a little hand clap in here and going. That's right. And people that uh, that uh, think that's normal, I just I just don't know. I just don't know. I don't know how you get. How does a generation get to where we are right now? I tell you how they get there. Simple. They get there without God. They get there without God. Rebellion against God, rebellion against his word, rebellion against everything moral. That's how we have gotten in our society today. I know people that's been raised in apostolic churches, good churches, uh, strong Bible teaching churches that are now so far from God doing ungodly, immoral things. It's it's almost unfathomable in my mind of how these people have gotten to this point, but they do. Well, uh, let's see. It is 1028. We got about another minute here before we jump into our teaching session. And um, this is episode number 22 of the broadcast this year. We've only been able to get 22 in, and this is day 37 of 365 days. And so uh, we're going to be studying today this, in the lesson 
And uh, since we've been studying for several years, it's going to be lesson number 1,154 of our study through the Word, which is coming up. So uh, what you say, let's just take our little break right now. I don't have the computer back up that was running, so we'll just give some of this intro music. It's not what we normally do, but we'll take it. Don't go away. Don't touch at any key. We'll be right back. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net, whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I. Our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic. And Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style, bringing you a little bit of church and a little bit of Bible study, and we are so glad you have joined us. We are looking forward to jumping into a new chapter today. We're studying in Revelation chapter 20, and uh, we want to jump right into that. And of course, uh, we have not been able to get our um, our particular uh, graphics up that we normally have that shows the scripture. So uh, we will be reading the scriptures to you today and discussing uh, what we're going to talk about today. Without our graphics, we had a uh, a computer that uh, just simply was not cooperating this morning. And uh, so we're going, it's right now still trying to restart. So we're going to just jump right in and uh, begin with verse number one. And this is going to be verse number one of 
uh, Revelation chapter 20. And it begins to say, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him. Notice it didn't say bound them. We'll talk a little bit about that later. A thousand years. And cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. And I saw thrones and uh, they that sat upon them and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. Now, I want to stop right there. That's uh, verse number six that we stopped at. And I want us to go to the Lord in prayer as we study today. This is lesson number 1,154 of our study through the word. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here today on this platform to teach your word. I pray, Lord, that we will rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully, and we'll all leave here with more knowledge than we came. We give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Well, uh, you know, uh, when I began to study uh, Revelation, I have to uh, always... Uh, remind uh, not only myself, but others, uh, symbolism, types and shadows, things that are like things. Um, But also there's some literal things that once you read it, it is what it says it is. And um, the millennium is going to be an actual uh, period of time. A thousand years, no devil to do anything, no temptations, no opposition. The devil has been bound and and chained and cast into the bottomless pit for a thousand years. You see, the devil don't have power to even overcome an angel. And he was an angel. Remember when he was Lucifer? He was a uh, beautiful angel, a musical angel, and uh, he wanted all the praise, and he wanted to be like God. So uh, he got kicked out of heaven and took a third of the angels with him. Notice that what does the Lord do? He sends an angel to uh, bind him. I think this is interesting. Because um, fallen angels don't have more power than angels that still worshiping and praising the Lord. 
And that's why greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Devil ain't got power over you. You need to quit letting him push you around and and beat up on you and your family. You just need to say, wait a minute, I don't have to take this. I'm a child of God. So the Lord sent an angel down and bound him, uh, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. Now, what I want to uh, point out here is all these titles that are given and all these names that are mentioned still is talking about one. And that's why when you start reading the Bible and you start hearing things like uh, the Lord and our Savior or the great God and our Savior, it's not talking about two different people. It's talking about the same one. That's why when we study in another study, we will uh, study about God being one. Uh, There's different things sometimes mentioned in the same verse, but just reference to one. And the same thing is going on here in verse number two of chapter 20 of Revelation. It simply says, and he laid hold on the dragon. So he's called a dragon. That old serpent, he's called a serpent, which is the devil. We know he's the devil and Satan. So he's known as the devil. He's known as Satan. And this angel binds him a thousand years, bound by an angel. Now think about that, because Lucifer was an angel. Can you imagine how much it must have aggravated Lucifer or the devil or that old serpent or Satan, how much it must have aggravated him that one of the fellow angels that he used to be in heaven with came down and bound him. That lets you know that the the power, the power of one angel, the power of one angel can do great things. And that lets you know that the power that Lucifer had as he was a uh, musical angel and, and in heaven, that power got stripped from him. I think that's important to understand. That power got stripped from him. And uh, then it begins to talk about how that um, uh, I saw the uh, thrones and they that sat upon them and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded uh, for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God and which had not worshiped the beast neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. Now, uh, these people lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years, a thousand years. And notice in verse 5, it says, But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is uh, the first resurrection. We have to understand that uh, when when the people are resurrected, the dead in Christ are raised, 
and we're go up with them in the air. Um, that's the first resurrection. The wicked dead don't get up at that time because it says the rest of the dead didn't, didn't get up, uh, were not resurrected because he says, blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection on such the second death hath no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. Um, the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. That's some important information that, um, the millennial reign, a reign of a thousand years of, of peace and joy and all of this is, um, is so great. There's, there's a book that I want to, uh, kind of, um, give us a little, uh, information from, and it's called, uh, the international alpha Bible course by Ralph Reynolds. And, uh, this particular book, um, talks about the millennium. It, it's a book that is Daniel and Revelation, and this is the second book that he put out. Um, millennium means 1,000 years. It comes from two Latin words, uh, milli, which is 1,000, and anum, which is years. So millennium means simply 1,000 years. Now, some people say that the millennium is not going to happen, that it's just a uh, spiritual thing or something like that. But uh, I believe that the Bible says what it means and means what it says, that there's actually going to be this uh, time period of a thousand years of peace called the millennium. Now, literal interpretation um is uh, the only way to safely understand God's Word. That means taking Scripture with Scripture and comparing it. Uh, 1,000 years, 1,000 years. When the Bible states that the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness 40 years, it means they you know, wandered for 40 years. When it says that Jesus shall reign upon the earth for 1,000 years, I believe that to be a thousand years. Now, some people's going to say, well, a day with the Lord is as a thousand years and a thousand years as a day. But I believe that some things, and that's why I say some things are, uh, you know, types and shadows and symbolism, but some things are literal. And uh, I think this is one of them. Uh, so we see that uh, um, Satan is bound. 1,000 years of peace. It wouldn't be possible unless Satan was bound, right? As long as Satan is not bound, there's going to be trouble. As long as Satan is not bound, there's going to be uh, opposition to the people of God. Uh, there's going to be bad influences. But when he's bound, he can't do anything. He's going to be cast into the bottomless pit for a thousand years. Now, um, I remember going to um, uh, a cave, Mammoth Cave, in 
uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky. And as a, as a, a student in school, we went. And then later as an adult, I took my daughter, me and my wife, and, um, they have in that place called a place called the bottomless pit. And, uh, they say that there is no bottom to it. And, uh, of course, um, I would say there is a bottom to it, uh, because there's only really one bottomless pit and that's where we're looking at right now. But getting to this particular 1000 years of peace, uh, is, uh, something that, um, is going to be almost unfathomable in our mind because we, we begin to think, okay, the first act uh, that we read about the, of someone being cast into the lake of fire, the first one was the beast and the false prophet. And uh, the lake of fire was prepared just for the devil and his angels, those one-third of angels that he drew with him. That's all hell was really prepared for. But we read where it says that hell hath enlarged herself, which means that not only has it enlarged itself because there's more people going to go there. You know, you never read of heaven enlarging itself, do you? We never read anywhere where it says, and heaven is enlarging itself. But we do read where hell hath enlarged herself. Remember, hell was originally meant not for you and me, not for mankind, but for the devil and his angels. Now, with that said, uh, we understand that now there's going to be more than that go to hell. And it's a dreadful place. Uh, up to uh, this time, uh, you know, you find that uh, a lot of people believe, okay, when somebody dies, they either go to heaven or hell. And they'll say, oh, well, grandma's in heaven looking down on you saying, come on, you can make it. No, it wouldn't be heaven if they were seeing the the terrible things you have to go through down here. Uh, so why would there be a resurrection if you already go to heaven? Why would there be a resurrection if you already go to hell? You see, sometimes you have to not just take some preacher's idea, some uh, tradition that is uh, located in uh, you know certain regions and areas. I know we have Appalachian culture, and we ha also have uh, Appalachian uh, folklore. And sometimes uh, uh, things begin to be infiltrated into biblical thinking uh, in areas, uh, whether it's Appalachia or whether it's a city or another country or whatever it is. And they begin to uh, kind of drift from the whole Bible. Remember, man shall not live by bread alone, which means we can't just take a verse. We can't just take a chapter. We can't just take one part and say, okay, that's it. You know, if that's the case, you could call on the name of the Lord and be saved. That's all you'd have to do. Just go back to living your life, living in sin, doing whatever you want to do. We all know that once you read the whole Bible, you begin to see that it is uh, something that is not, um, it's not um, um, the only 
thing you have to do. You have to repent. You have to be baptized. You have to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And we find that if you can't do that and follow that and you start trying to live by bread alone, you're going to miss out on a lot of information. That's why you can't look at uh, you know, things and say, well, uh, when you die, you go straight to heaven or straight to hell. And people use the illustration, oh, well, when uh, Lazarus died, he was carried in the, uh, into the bosom of Abraham. And, and uh, then there was uh, the rich man lifted his eyes up in hell. This is telling us how it's going to be. This is telling us how it's going to be. Um, you got to remember there's a holding place, if you will, for the spirits of just righteous people. And, uh, and you know, whether, whether you look at it as souls under the altar or whether you look at it as uh, we, we, uh, the spirit goes back to God who gave it and, and there's a place there uh, until uh, the resurrection. Um, but we don't see anything that uh, begins to tell us, uh, you know, um, people go immediately to heaven or hell. Why would there be a resurrection? Why would, why would, if you was in heaven and joined the bliss of heaven and then the Lord said, all right, everybody gather around, y'all got to go back to you dead bodies to your graves, and then I'm going to resurrect you. Why, why would that don't make any sense, right? That that's not how it's going to be. I feel, uh, but looking at this, we also understand there is the judgment seat of Christ. And there's also the great white throne judgment. And we got to understand that while the wicked dead, uh, who don't get up in the first resurrection, uh, there's going to be the final resurrection with and before the great white throne judgment. We, we understand that when the Bible tells us of, uh, of one judgment and then another judgment, we have to kind of put that into perspective. Who's it talking about? judgment seat of Christ, you know, that's where people will be welcomed in. That's where people will be rewarded. The great white throne judgment, uh, is where people get turned away and, uh, and cast into a lake of fire. Now, uh, one person said, well, if that be the case, then the, um, the, uh, you know, I guess we could say the the beast um, and the and the false prophet uh, were the first to be cast into the lake of fire, so they had to be, uh, you know, uh, in in this um, before the judgment seat of Christ. But what we have to remember is uh, all of these events that are taking place are a scope, if you will, a full understanding of what is coming. And we, we can't necessarily uh, look at something and say, okay, it happened this, uh, this is what happened first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and right on down the line. Sometimes things 
are not in chronological order, which means you go from A to Z or 1 to 10. Uh, sometimes things are done differently. So I just want to throw that out there because sometimes people get mixed up and say, well, now, how can this happen at this time period when you're talking about, you know, uh, the great white throne judgment that uh, all the wicked dead, uh, the dead did not live, you know, until the thousand years was over and uh, the wicked dead, and that's true. And so you have to take it all in perspective. But looking at this, uh, you know, uh, we all can agree that uh, when the false prophet and, uh, and, and the uh, beast are thrown into the lake of fire, uh, you know, the Lord uh, basically has already uh, doomed them, judged them uh, because of their wickedness and rebellion and rejection. So uh, we can kind of take all that in perspective. Hopefully that clears things up to let you know that when somebody says, well, the beast and the false prophet were the first to be cast into the lake of fire, uh, that uh, uh, the rest of the dead are uh, not going to live until after the thousand-year reign. And uh, so you, you can look at those things and ponder those things. But the main thing to realize is hell is prepared for all the wicked Heaven is prepared for the righteous. You want to make it to heaven. Always remember that. Don't try to just sit and say, well, I know this Bible says this in Revelation, that in Revelation. It confuses me. It, it causes me to wonder. Uh, don't get confused by it. Remember, all of this information in Revelation is not salvation issues. It's information issues let you know what's coming so you can tell others this world. When people start talking about how wicked this world is, you can tell them, yes, that's what Revelation says. People says, oh, I don't think this world can last. You say, absolutely, it's not going to because of the book of Revelation. You can read it. And that's what this information is for, to uh, confirm what the Lord has said. And we see it coming to pass even in our day. With that said, the name devil means slanderer or liar. How many knows that the devil is a liar and the father of it? And we understand that uh, with that uh, understanding, we should not listen to the devil. We should not listen to people who are influenced by the devil. There should not have been all these people following the beast and the false prophet, but they did. Because you see, the devil is a liar. He's a deceiver. He's a slanderer. And uh, he's the enemy or adversary. Uh, you know, you look at uh, the name Satan, meaning enemy or adversary. You look at the, na at the name or reference devil, and it means slanderer or liar. You look at, uh, you know, uh, a dragon, a serpent as something that destroys the destroyer. So we can look at all of this, but during the millennium, he will be unable to deceive the nations any longer. Oh, that's a, that's a great understanding. The Bible doesn't say which angel came and bound the devil. 
but power and authority was given unto this angel, and he bound Satan for a thousand years. I want to close with that today because um, even though we've read down uh, to uh, verse number six, uh, we want to continue verse seven uh, when the thousand years are expired or ended. And we want to pick up on verse number seven uh, tomorrow. Um, I want to close with the I guess, um, inspiration that you don't have to go to hell. You don't have to be one of those that wind up in that lake of fire that burns with brimstone. You don't have to be in that place of destruction. You don't have to listen to the devil. You don't have to follow him. We don't have to wait till the thousand years of peace when the devil's bound, to ignore the devil, put him behind us, and follow Jesus. You can do it today. Today is the day of salvation. Let's follow the Lord. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here today. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us as we have studied your word, that we have rightly divided the word of truth, expounded it fully. If we misrepresent it in any way, forgive us, Lord, and help us to make it right. And, Lord, I pray that you would help some people today who uh, have uh, maybe been misled, maybe misunderstood uh, some of the things coming upon this earth. Just help them to understand the truths of your word and to understand that we need to keep our eyes on you because you're coming back for the church and we got to be ready. We give you the praise and the honor in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen. Well, you know, uh, looking at uh, this uh, particular uh, set of scriptures, I hope it's something you will take and continue to study uh, because we want you to get as much knowledge as you can, and we can't discuss it all. In fact, some things will be revealed to mankind as, uh, as the years pass. Uh, even greater knowledge. And so uh, we want to uh, encourage you to continue to study. Well, we do have our trivia question up and running. How many books of the Bible do not contain the word God? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go, and we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of all of that, we got to get out of here and get some stuff done. We hope to have our computer up and running tomorrow. But until tomorrow's broadcast, 10 a.m., everybody have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org 
and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.